Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Manlius of the People, semicolon, Tud. And I'm Obert. And, uh, I mean, it was a good vacation for all three of us, huh? Like, we didn't release an episode for a few weeks. I mean, it was nice. Like, you know, uh, nothing happened. There was no, uh, no, nothing noteworthy to ever talk about that's, ever again. That's so. not, absolutely not true. You will notice. Yeah, I, I, I got this third tally mark, so. And I, I got another perfect score I, in your absence. I don't, like, I don't know. I'm such a big part of this. I'm like a third of this podcast, and I don't remember any of that happening. See, so. I was waiting for Chris to, because we didn't tell Chris we were going to do another episode without him. <laughs> and I was waiting for Chris to, like, listen to the perfect score episode and text me and Ted. And I never, we never got that satisfaction. He, he never did. He didn't give us the satisfaction. I don't think he listened to the episode until I think right now. He, I so. think he did listen to it. And then just like got to that point and then deleted it and didn't finish the rest. <laughs> <laughs> then, then logged into Zencaster and unpublished it. For the, it can't be. It, no, there's no, there's no history of that of those two episodes. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know who's over there trying to mess up, but as far as I remember. I wasn't on the podcast, so I think we all decided it didn't count. So uh, that's not true because I wasn't here for the previous like three, and no, all those scores counted. I remember you being like, "Oh man, you guys will never catch up to me." So those totally count. But when Chris isn't here, it doesn't count anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but what's going on, guys? Welcome. Well, welcome me back. No, <laughs> welcome back, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Happy July. <laughs> Happy July. Oh, wow. Is it really it my... It is July. Oh. oh, man. My July debut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it must, be, it must be a new month because the soundboard worked the first time. Yeah. There's a limited <laughs> amount of uses per month and then it breaks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't paid for the long. full version yet. <laughs> well, uh, I will say it is very nice being a daywalker again. So... I am uh, I am back for those the listeners. I was transitioning from night shift to day shift, and I can wake up in the morning now. <laughs> That's good. It's very good. It's been nice. It's weird seeing the sun all the time. It's very hot. It's hot. What time does day shift start, though? Uh, so my shift. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> so my shift starts at. Well, my 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 t- team members start at five uh, fifteen a.m. So, so when you say wake up in the morning, you really mean it's still dark outside when you get up. Yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much two a.m. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's technically morning. Like it's after midnight, so it is the morning after midnight. But what but time yes. do you go to bed now? As soon as I get home. <laughs> <laughs> but right. it's only for three days, and then then I'm off for four. It's nice. It's beautiful. But uh, it's been good. I've been able to hang out with the with the boys more, and that's what's most important. That uh, and your streaming, which is that and not my streaming, nearly yes. as important as your children, but also kind of important. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, it's like right up there. Yeah, it's tied. <laughs> like if it was just one child, it would probably be more important. But since there's two of them, you know, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> majority rules. Yep. Um, but yeah, so what what have you guys been up to? I've had family in town, and so we've been doing all the Montana things. And there you um, go. we had huckleberries came in early. I literally picked a gallon of huckleberries today. Uh, Ooh, not my, am I going to get some huckleberries? Pers- not personally, but like with, with help. We picked, we, we 
picked a combined gallon. So made some huckleberry pastries for dessert tonight. Really excited to eat those later. Uh, they're on the cooling rack right there, taunting me this whole recording. <laughs> I have to stare at these puff pastries and, and oh, smell them cooling Oh, puff pastries, off. nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were making like a scone or something. No, no. <laughs> then they'd have to. Then they taught me all night long till morning. I guess. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm, that's yeah. true. I'm, well, I'm pretty excited that there's going to be huckleberries for me to eat in less than a week. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hear my voice to this. Yeah. I for I forgot about that. Yeah, you guys are going to be gallivanting around Montana without me. Sad. Yeah, it will be sad, but uh, we'll be having fun. Um, that's will true. Be. Mm-hmm. At least there's that. <laughs> and uh, what's, what else did we do? We went to we went to the symphony in Montana. We uh, we do it only as we can do here, where it's um, you know BYOB shoes optional. Bring a picnic blanket, just hang out in the grass, listen to some orchestral music. Uh, it was awesome. Got drunk, listened to some people playing instruments. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I I went to the symphony when I was in Nashville, and oh, it was really? a very, it was a very very different experience. <laughs> there was no BYOB. Okay. There was no picnic blankets. Did you have if to I wear shoes? To, I had to. I had to. Yeah, I had to be fully clothed, which is always always a, a deterrent. But it was it was a lot of fun. It was fun. It was funny because we were looking around at the at the intermission, and we were like, "Oh, see, someone did somebody dressed up. They were in a black dress, and then and then we we're like." Oh no, they're in the symphony. Okay, they just like come down to say hello. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we listened uh, to some good Western orchestral music, which is good. You know. Nice. That's always fun. Always what a good time. Is, what is a symphony? It's like when all the strings and the horns and the conductors up there, and there's drums in the back. You had it right. Oh, I was right with this. With the yeah, yeah, you were yeah, right. yeah. You were right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you were good. You were good. I was good with the hand motions that nobody can see. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. We listened to uh, the song Hoedown from uh, Rodeo. I guess it's like, it uh, reminds me of, I think it's in like Fightful Goes West, the song. You would, it's like, you would recognize it if you heard it. Oh, yes. So that's all. Yeah, yeah, I can can visualize that little mouse on a train right now. Mm -hmm. So. I I have to say, I think I've seen the movie before, but I don't recognize the song. You definitely know the song, but you just couldn't hear it is the only problem. As soon as you hear the song, you'd be like, yes, I know this from like, Listen, Probably, I was trying to play it off all nice and smooth. Like, I recognize this from, like, a commercial from 1996 or something. It's, like, a very recognizable song. It's around. You just, you know, it's one of those songs that uh, you've heard. I'll tell you what. On Thursday, when I listen back to this, I will text the group and say, oh, I know that song. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, yeah, it's been a good visit. It's been a good, uh, you know, good holiday off. But I sure am glad to be back with you guys again it's been too long since we've had the three of us recording i think you know and i was worried because i still got my parents in town that we weren't going to get to do it all three of us tonight but here we are we're still we're we still made doing it work our thing yeah I, I was uh you know last couple of weeks obviously but it, it's it's nice to be back it's good to be back and we have a special episode um 
for my triumphant, I guess to celebrate my triumphant return. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it. But uh, so we have a beer that is brewed by New Belgium Brewing Company, which we all know. Uh, and we've talked about it on the podcast before, and it's pretty pretty noticeable one, pretty famous one. Fun However, fact, they, not from New Belgium, not from New Belgium, <laughs> not from old Belgium, honestly, like not from not from any Belgium, no, no not from Belgium. Um, but it is brewed uh, to be bad, so it's very interesting. Um, basically, it's called Torched Earth, and it is made with very. Uh, prominent things uh, that you'll be able to get and basically what they're trying to do with this beer is they're trying to emulate what beer would be like if the humans <laughs> you humans <laughs> continue to destroy the world like we are so basically I, I i'd have to read the can i'll 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 grab it in just a second but i know dandelions is in it which is not something you normally put in beer i can i can read it seeing as i have the can in front of me there you go ted so um, so, harken back to some of the other, uh, some of our listeners who listened to prior episodes. Uh, we did talk about this probably about two months ago. Yeah, because um, it was an Earth Day release. That's like correct. They, they brewed this for Earth Day. So it says we brewed the future of beer in a looming climate crisis with smoky notes from wildfire tainted water, supply drought resistant grains like buckwheat and millet, and bittering essence of readily available dandelion. This dark, starchy beverage might be what we have to look forward to. But if you prefer something different, urge your favorite brands to join us in committing to 100% carbon neutrality by 2030. The future is in your hands. Don't drop it. And, and you know, ki- to be com- to be completely honest, I forgot that we talked about this already. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say, I think, on the show. We kind of wanted to keep it a surprise. But Chris was able to order some to get in North Carolina. And uh, in the recent beer box he shipped out to us, um, he was able to each send us a can. So uh, it's, it, is, it is kind of a depressing thing what you just read, but um, I'm also weirdly excited to try this, even though this is a definite face your beers for sure. Oh, yeah. And uh, actually, uh, two, two listeners slash friends slash co-host of the podcast, Jake and uh, Kiwi, you guys also have this beer. So, you know, let us know. Let us know. Write in when you have this beer and tell us what you think. We want to know. Um, but yeah, very uh, very interesting. I just <laughs> uh, Obert posted uh, an article that's pretty funny. It says New Belgium's torched earth ale costs forty dollars. Tastes like sadness, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I thought was a pretty good uh, pretty good headline. I will say that the can is pretty unique. Um, it's got kind of like um, plants on fire. It's got a bike that is not on fire, which is uh it's the fat it's the fat tire bike but it's it is not on fire unfortunately i wish that was on fire as well but the coolest thing about the can and i didn't know this um where it says to recycle the can it says be the change make sure to peel off this sticker before recycling to ensure this can heads in the right direction i didn't know you were supposed to peel off the stickers when you recycled your your cans well in connecticut you're not supposed to because then you can't get your bottle deposit back uh, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that either. I, so we just have to uh, we have to assume that they can look past the sticker yeah. and send it the right way. Huh. Well, the thing is, like the stickers on the beer labels is still kind of a new th- the like beer label as a sticker and just on a plain silver can is kind of a new thing, you know, as opposed to just like the design being printed right on the aluminum. That's true. 
or even a bottle, you know. Cans only really started becoming like a huge thing like the last decade, five, ten yeah. years. Yeah. I'm peeling it off now because I'm just curious if on the inside it just like says like, thank you for recycling. And then just like people applauding. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's what they meant. I don't know. <laughs> they wanted you to get recognized for being a good person. Yeah, oh, let's, let's see. see. Hang on. No, it's just a plain old boring can. I thought just a boring can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got some anyway, though. Nothing on the back of the there. sticker. But, you know, uh, no, I like you said, I don't know. Right, I'm just excited to dive into this guy. All right. Yeah. How, how do we want to do? Do we want to do a trip, triple crack, or do we want to just uh, do go oh, no, one I, by one? I think we do a triple crack. Triple crack. My like pop top is is like bulging outward, so I'm a little worried about uh, about the integrity. Oh, of this I didn't sphere. even. I but um, didn't even think about that. We know the the ones that have been have shipped. We are sometimes have issues with, but let's go. Some of them I, taste like urine, and then some of them don't. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Chris, before we go, I feel like you owe us a sentence that you haven't said in a few weeks. Oh, um, all of this ruining the climate talk is making me thirsty. Yeah, here, here. <laughs> <laughs> it's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. All right. Okay. Smells like like cheap adjunct beer. Smells it like it does. It smells. Yeah, it maybe. doesn't smell. Mm. Oh, it pours kind of like piss colored, like kidney failure pee. But <laughs> no, kidney failure is not funny. Um, Thank you for making the obvious statement of kidney failure not, not be funny. funny. Well, I laughed, and I didn't want people to think that I was being <laughs> being mean. You know. Well, now I'm laughing at you Ooh. laughing at kidney at kidney failure not being funny. Gotta say now it's it's nice we can kind of calibrate our webcam colors now with this nice. Well, it's kind of a it's a because it kind of a it's a clear it's filtered you can see through it but it is a weird strange kind of brown color. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is. Isn't this the color of like Boston Lager? I feel like Boston I think, Lager. I can't really see this much through it. Like I was gonna say, I think it's a little darker. It. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, it smells. Not great. Yeah. No. That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> I don't quite get the um, smoke waterness. It smells like an old, stale Bud Light. Yeah. Like, like, like the night after you're having a party and you're picking yes. up all the beers and you're pouring them in the sink. That's what yeah. the. It smells yes. like what your sink smells like while you're doing that. That Tud hit it nail on the head. Yes, yeah. and he would know. Well, actually, would he know? Does he know what pouring out Bud Light smells like? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's like the it's like the cup has been used for beer pong like all night long. There you right. go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There. There you go. I am. I am. I'm curious. I'm curious. Oh lord. Right, and the ready? head didn't even stick. It didn't even stick around. Oh, Golly. Oh. What? What a what a sad future with no head. <laughs> old no Bud Light bad. Sm- old Bud Light smelling beer. <laughs> it's a travesty. All right, All right, we diving in. Yeah, let's give it. a I taste. think so. Let's do this thing. Oh, I get the smokiness. It's very sweet. I don't really get it's, the dandelion. I don't know what I get. I, I I get. I definitely get some of the smokiness, and then it's just I don't know. It's definitely not great. Definitely not great. It's, I don't think it's bad. It kind of tastes like an old Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. 
but a smoky but Bud it's, Light. A smoky yeah. Bud Light. You definitely, definitely get the smoke. You get the smoke. There we go. Yeah, there's That's, definitely. I, we're done. Smoky Bud Light. I don't think we're going to get any better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but on top well, of that, it's very sweet. Like there is, there is a sweetness. There is a sweetness. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now I only, now all I get is smoke. I don't know. I don't know. I've never had buckwheat before. I don't know what that's supposed to taste like, but it's so you guys both just took yours out of the fridge, correct? Yeah. Yes. So I had mine out from when we started getting ready to record. So mine's a little bit warmer. Um, I do taste a little bit more like something florally, which must be like a dandelion. I'm assuming, like kind of like earthy, I guess. But it is. It's 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 very it's very well hidden behind the smoke. It's more like smoke earthy. Straight in the sweetness. It's like boom, boom, boom. Maybe more earthy than florally. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't. I don't get like anything outside of um, outside of the out of the smoke, and then like I I get a a slint, a, a slint of of the other things. So I'm hoping that it will it'll warm up and get worse. I guess. I guess that's what I'm hoping for. I don't know what I'm hoping for. But yeah, I'm not gonna finish um, mine just yet. I'm gonna let it warm up. I think. Yeah. It, it's not. I will say. Not the worst beer I've had on the podcast, yeah, or in my life. No, that's that true. is true. Like you can tell that they they brewed it to be not, not like the worst tasting beer they could, but just like here's like some ways we could what we could end up having to use to make good craft beer in the future if it's what happens, you know. I feel like they attempted to make fat tire with these ingredients, and they just brewed the same fat tire recipe with really things that they think. It, they could I, find in the future. I guess I haven't had that much fat tire. Now that you say that, yeah, fat tire is an amber ale, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I buy that. I I think I was confusing that with some of their more Belgiany offerings with a name like New Belgium, you know. But and I I guess that would mean I guess that would make sense considering that they call it fat tire scorched earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just like I a wonder weird if they were like fat tire that's lighter. Yeah. I wonder if they were trying to like, you know, cut costs and be like, let's I wonder if we could use dandelions. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an idea. Let's just Here's an idea. Sell it to people as bad beer and they'll pay more <laughs> money for it. I wanna know oh. how they how they learned dandelions would exist in a future like this. Well, I think dandelions are really good when it's drought droughty in like conditions where there's not a lot of water, dandelions still grow. So I think yeah, I guess they can survive from. in smoky water. Yeah, they can survive anywhere. You ever try and kill dandelions? It's just you can't do it. They just keep popping up. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess it, you know y- you mentioned that we'll we'll charge more for it and people will pay it. And I'm I'm literally sitting here thinking I'm like this beer was five dollars a can based on how many I got. And I'm like I don't like if I see a twenty dollar four pack I definite of good beer I think about it I'm like yeah twenty dollars that's a little bit steep for a four pack yeah. but this I bought no problem so clearly <laughs> New Belgium knows what they're doing they do. <laughs> How I was like you bad beer yeah hundred percent let's go <laughs> How many of these things do you have left to drink I have three after after uh, tonight so I have three so. Uh, fun fact: If anybody wants to do a beer trade, you might get one. Yeah, no, I think it's but. cool. It's a cool novelty thing. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you got them and sent it to me because I really wanted to try this and see how it was. Yeah, no, I, I mean it. It's research for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is. It is cool, and that's why I put it in the the beer boxes that didn't go to you guys because I was like, ah, eh, you know, it's kind of like a fun. A fun thing. You're never. They're probably never going to brew it again. I assume they're not going to. Right. So if they start doing this every Earth Day and charging 
$25 a four pack, then I don't know about that. Oh, it's even worse than last year. Yeah. Twice yeah. the dead alliance. Inflation. <laughs> twice, twice the smoke, half the grains in this beer. Oh, oh no. It's so bad. Um, so I'm curious what you guys would rate this. Oh, that part of the show. I forgot we do that. Yeah, part of the we show. do that. We do that still, right? I'm like, this is good. Okay, um, let's move on. <laughs> let's do Okay, can we do good beers now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, so like, do I have to rate this thinking like if I just saw this silver can with no label on it and tried a mystery beer, what I would rate it? Or do I have to rate it with like the fact that their gimmick is gimmicky, like buying into it? Because it's like, I mean, this is brewed to be worse than Fat Tire. And it is. Right. True. I mean, look, look deep inside your hearts and rate it. Rate it. How you, I have, I have an idea. I think, I think I'm going to give it a two. Okay, I don't think I, think it's, gonna... I don't think it's that bad. I, don't, I didn't have yeah, a number yet, a but now I'm a little swayed lower. But I was I, thinking like 3.0. I was going to give it a 3.25. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was bad enough to fall into the twos. Okay, yeah. interesting. See, I normally go by the 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 rule that my baseline beer is like a Bud Light or something, or maybe Bud Light, Coors Light, whatever you want to. And those are like mid to high twos. Like that's like a two and a half. Okay. So let's hypothetical question. You ordered a Bud Light and you're sitting at a bar and your Todd's next to you and he's orders a uh, torched earth and he takes one step and he's like, Oh, I don't like this. Would you switch with me? Do you want to switch beers? You would say, and you try it. Would you be like, no, I want to keep my Bud Light. Hmm. Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. Cause that's kind of what I'm thinking. And like, yeah, this is, if I didn't know what this was and I ordered it at a bar and I was just got it and I was like, this is kind of weird. It's like smoky, but I'll give it a three. That's kind of what I was thinking. My, It's not like no, shitty. No, I think you guys are. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't dislike Bud Light, but this isn't great. But I've had smoky beers that probably taste similar to this. Now I'm, now I'm self-reflecting. <laughs> I've, I've had self-reflecting. worse beers I've than had, this. Oh, I've like a, lot, I've, yeah. a lot more worse beers than this. Oh, me too. But like I've had I've had a couple ones. They but. executed it correctly. There's no like weird skunky off flavors. Like it's well brewed That's, beer, but uh, yeah, it's just brewed to be you know what the best beer you could make if the West turns into a hellish smokescape. Yeah, it's it's a perfectly brewed shitty beer. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. So two, three, three, two, five are kind of what we're thinking. Um, I might, I might raise mine, but okay. But I guess so I'm thinking, you know, I'm trying to come up with a good untapped diverse number here. I don't think I have. Yeah, one yeah, yet. yeah. Um, I could definitely. And I think other people are going to have the same thing. Like no one's writing this a five, you know? Right, right. Um, I don't know. I think, and I know we're like helping each other here, you know. Mm-hmm. But but I've none of us know, number. so it's kind of fun to kind of. True, true. I think I've seen a lot of articles like the one that you posted in chat. That says the beer tastes like sadness? Well, I mean, this was more eloquently put, but yes, I've seen other other articles where it's like, so I feel like it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be pretty low. I feel like it's going to be pretty low. I think I have but, my number. Okay. Um, I, I got mine. I got my mine. My number's higher than my rating. Well, mine too. But. Yeah. <laughs> my number is higher than you. Then your rating as well, Obert. Okay, I think I'm thinking we all are gonna reveal, do the simultaneous reveal here. 
Oh, you guys are that high? Oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna be way off. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. I'm I, I'm ready. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Three point one nine. Oh two. Okay. I think it's gonna be low. I I'm. I said three point one nine, three point oh two, and and two two three seven. Two three seven. I'm okay. locking right. it in. I'm let's, locking it in. It's gonna be let's low. Pull it up here. It's gonna be low. It's gonna be exactly a two three seven. Y'all gonna be like, how you do? How you do this? I'll have to check it. I'm not. If I if anybody if Ted gets it, it gets it right, I'm gonna have to check it. All right. So out of twenty seven check-ins. Oh what? What? Okay, under fifty. No. This doesn't wait, count. Wait, wait. Twenty seven so, check-ins. Tw- out of twenty seven check-ins, it is torched, rated a torched earth. Torched earth ale. Really? Yeah. It is a uh, two point nine six. Oh wow, Tud is pretty good, pretty close. I am the manliest of the people. Semicolon Tud. I can't believe there's that few check-ins. Me neither. Are we the only ones who fell for this gimmick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally everybody else is like, I'm not buying that. <laughs> I'm not paying money except, for this. Except for me and all the people I sent it to. <laughs> so somebody gave it a three point nine. That is act. So actually, fun fact: that three point nine is my friend. Oh, oh really? Funny. Yeah, I know him. I know him. Shout out to Jake. Jake says me. Yeah, I've talked to him in your chat before. <laughs> so, well, Jake, uh, I know you listen to this podcast. He actually um, he he told me he had it, and he I he said that uh, he said that he enjoyed it. Someone did give it a five, by the way. So yeah, and a couple of people gave it point two fives too. So I think I think people like really leaned into this is like the worst beer ever thing jake i i need you to write it because this is this is a this is real feedback we can get from somebody who liked it more than us jake i need you to write in and basically not defend yourself no, but you know why kind of explain your rationale it's because it's free beer i mean it's a beer box it's like christmas presents that's that's always you get the <laughs> christmas <laughs> presents bonus boost no he drank this pre chris sending it to him no 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 he he that that's the one i sent him on july 1st yeah oh, okay yeah yeah so uh no, but 27 check-ins. Come on, people. Yeah, there's some fives. There's some quarters. I don't know. I think... And these five, these fives. Listen, if you rated it a five right in... Well, it's a... I need, I need, to, I need to send you a beer box. It's a good thing. You need it. It's a good thing that we're drinking beers that we have our true Man of the People competition for tonight because they don't know what they're doing. So... Right. I'm... Uh, so lock it in. Me. <laughs> I think I think we decided that we officially start prices right rules today. So, <laughs> oh, I don't think that's how that goes. So Mark, put it on the board. Yep. Chris is seventh, Tyler Mark. No, put it on the board of, of I think Chris, I don't know really how to count, but if there's five and then I have four, and then you add one more, and then it's it's five plus four plus one. I think I think that's ten. You're you are talking to the gatekeeper, so mind your mouth. I think that's ten, and that means I have more gates than the gatekeeper. Wait, are you trying to no, are no. you trying to get a tally for that? No, no, no. That was just for oh. fun. Oh no, no, no. No, we gotta rate some rev- and review some beers tonight, fellas. We we did. I don't know about you, but I I'm won. ready. I'm ready to drink a, a real beer, a real tasty 2021. The Earth isn't dead yet. Beer. Yeah, this was the plan the whole time that I totally knew about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I no so, bullshit. No, Bullshit. this doesn't count. So I'm ready. I'm ready to over. Nope. I'm, nope. Oh, man. I can't okay, wait so to taste. so we're doing two beer reviews tonight. Tud's, Tud's uh, <laughs> objecting. He won't be drinking with us. 
But yeah, uh, Tud, Tud, Tud said he's going to sit out this yeah, one. Yeah, Chris and I are going to. I'm ready to drink a beer. I'm you know, ready. I, I, Chris, I have to. I have to give it to you. You are pretty ballsy to allow me to drink another beer and have another chance to get another exactly correct beer. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been able to do it. You wouldn't have been able to get a perfect score without me. You know, I, I think that's like we all know. We all know that's how it works, you know. I mean, if you guys like, want to play this game, I, all right. I busted through I hope, the barrier. I busted through the barrier to make. I it, hope I get another perfect score. I think make it possible. I, you know what I'll do, Ted? Ted, I'm gonna put a separate a separate little area on the board here for for uh, the scorched earth, torched earth tally mark, so we can all know. <laughs> that oh no, no, no! I was I was right. Part of the game is that I was right. I I feel like you guys keep on changing the rules up on me. And this is bullshit. And this now we're in now we're in a tut is cranky section. And I'm tired of being held down by the man or the mans that make these rules. <laughs> it's completely bullshit. And that's See, stupid. this is this this is this is this is what's wrong with with the world nowadays. The rich get screwed and they and they get mad about it. Exactly. I'm pissed. We're we're all so here. I'm gonna go get a- I'm gonna get a beer now, for... and I'm gonna beat your ass, all all of your asses. Okay. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Oh, so I guess that means that I'm up. Is that what that means? I I was gonna come out of the gate firing and just and just destroy it now. So, so you're I was actually wait, you're taking just, my song then. <laughs> I was I was gonna I was gonna say I was like, well, Tud, you won the choice because that's what this that was all about. Right. It's about the choice of who does their beer review first. first. Uh-huh. We talked about this earlier, but uh, so uh, I guess Tud, you know, you're so you're so good at uh, getting fake tally marks. Like, who do you think should go first? I'm gonna I'm gonna call my shot. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Don't throw it away. So I guess for my second beer of the podcast, I'm gonna do a crisp beer. Um, and I'm gonna do Drag City by Resident Culture. It's a double India Pale Ale. As you can look at the can, it's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't get some, one uh, of these. Cool, cool purple art. That's neat. Um, it is a hazy double IPA hopped with Australian Vic Secret Citra and HBC six nine. Yeah, Obert, uh, this was actually one of the first beer boxes where you guys did not get identical boxes. Oh, so. oh wow. That's kind of nice Then I can try different beers and hear about other beers. So That's what I figured. You know, it worked out. <laughs> that and I get to help you drink most of them next week, too. That's, that's also a possibility. That <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it is the definition of a hazy IPA. Haze boy. Um, it is... A, Pure haze, boy. It looks like orange juice. It's in my nice barreled soles, uh, South Park glass. I think this, oh, this glass nice. is awesome. I like that. Oh yeah, it's your first time seeing it, Chris. Yeah. Can we get a, a picture of that on the Instagram? Why are, why are some of them Canadian? Are they Canadian? Uh, I mean, maybe they're from. I mean, they're in Maine, so it's not that far from Canada. That's true. I, it's basically. Canada. Oh, but I believe I be, I believe there is a picture of this up on the the Instagram nice. already. But I I will take a different picture of it. And I will put it up there. Oh, I think last time I took a picture of the, the, the Kenny character. This time I will take a picture of the Stan character. So, on the nose, it smells very uh, very fruity. Lots of citrus. Standard, like, your standard sniffing New England-style IPA. It smells a lot like a Julius. 
like very orange, very I think like heavy orange. Let's let's dive on in. Yeah. Wow, this is much better than the scorched earth. <laughs> um, <laughs> Turns huh. like it's a seven. It tastes exactly like orange juice. I mean, it is. I don't taste any other citrus fruits. It's it is straight. This is really good. This is straight OJ in a glass right here. It reminds me exactly like Julius. Like, I mean, it's it's that tasty. Maybe that's because I, I got to take a few more sips. My my palate may have been compromised by the scorched earth beer. Fair, very fair. <laughs> it is. I don't want to say it's a palate wrecker, but it's definitely linger. It definitely lingers. All right. So diving a little bit more deep, it does have some earthy notes to it. Um, you know, it's very citrus forward. I, I wouldn't say there's any like grapefruit or any other citrus flavors besides orange. Uh, definitely has like that that earthy flavor to it. Um, not earthy like scorched earth, but more like fresh er- fresh earth, like lemongrass, like fresh cut grass type earth like non-scorched earth (laughs) um it's definitely got a lot of carbonation to it which is interesting um but not too much like barreled souls i think Obert, you and i discussed this that it's very barreled souls is very bubbly with all of their their beers this is just right below that where it's it's still got a lot of bubbles but not too much to kind of be off-putting um it's it's not very sweet and it's just kind of it's good it's a good solid Solid IPA. This is... I like it. I was burped and it went up my nose. Whew. <laughs> um, just for clarity, this is 8% ABV. And Scorched Earth, by the way, we didn't... I don't think we, we said it. Torched Earth. It is uh, 5.2% ABV. Um, I like this. I like it a lot. I'm going to give it... This is up there with, with New England IPAs. I'm going to give it a 4.25. Oh, wow. Do you... Yeah, this is, this is really good. Um, do you have a... I don't know that those australian what is it vic secret hops that well to have like a distinctive characterization of them do you seem like you generally like those or have a particular flavor they evoke for you i i do i do tend to like most australian hops um you know i i, I tend to like galaxy hops a, a lot um vic secret i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think of of a beer that has it that that um that i can relate back to what you would have obert um it it tends to blend to me. It tends to it tends to always come paired with like a like a citra. And I've had this HBC six nine two um in a in a Rome series from from Fox Farm before. Interesting, because yeah, I hadn't heard of that hop. Yeah, they did a they did a Rome series that was HBC six nine two, and it it was good on its own too. It very very citrusy as well. So I feel like these these kind of all blend together to make this orange juice flavor. Um. It's the closest thing that I think I've had to a Julius outside of it being a Julius. And like the old style Julius, like like when Julius was like king. That's really saying something. Yeah, it's 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 really good. I mean, this super for being 8%, I could chug this thing right now and I would not feel bad about it. But then I would have none of it and that'd be really sad. But then you, you know, would the, feel bad about it. But you said it's a 425? It's it's a 425. The days of Julius being a 5 or or a 475 are over. I mean, it's you know, Julius it it was great in back in the day. It's still if it was on the if it was on the shelf, I'd buy it. But it's not it's not the top of the game exactly a- anymore. If you could go back to um, you know the the Mesopotamia and drink the first beer ever brewed, it was a five at the time. But, <laughs> but now it's probably not a five. Right? Yeah. But it's like it's, you know mid fours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very. It's just it. You know. It's just the. 
it's the 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 down it's the tale of time it's the tale as old as time what was good is now no longer good because people do things better or differently people's tastes change um as i drink this a little bit more i do get a little bit of like a what is a halo is that a clementine yeah i get a, i get a little bit more clementiney flavor coming through where it's a little bit um tangy like that that like sweet but sourness of a clementine comes through um which makes this kind of unique yeah i think 425 is yeah i think that's a good rating i mean that's a good rating can't be mad about that now the question is though whether you can get on the board tonight with the best guess for your beer out of all three of us right it's true so uh 664 check-ins 664 check-ins so it does qualify that's good um i think the people are gonna like it so i think it's gonna be over a four is it gonna be a four two five i don't know because i don't think some people like vic secret like caitlin does not like vic secret it's like cilantro to her yeah it's (laughs) it's one of those hops that you either like or you don't like um is it is it that polarizing a hop i don't know i i I like vic secret too so that's why i was i don't know i i i I don't know and then h hbc 629 or 692 629 what is it six six nine two um you know i don't know how people feel about that it's not like i walk around and poll people on that but at, at least i can tell with like vic secret like I've, I've i've at least seen my wife dislike beers like that but i still think it's going to be high um or higher than a four but not as high as me so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 4.11 very close very close Ooh. but 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 no bob seeger um 4.08 oh oh that's gonna be tough to beat 0.03 yeah well i mean you know price is right rules you know so as long <laughs> no as you come in over right rules. Listen, listen, <laughs> i come in i come in just like you know the you know babe ruth and just you know give it my yeah. all so i i did really enjoy this beer too i gave it a four i also gave it a four and a quarter so you know it's we, really good it's a i mean resident culture we talk about it all the time they do probably the best New England IPAs in Charlotte. That's probably that's probably pretty easy, <laughs> pretty easy to say. But but that you know, point oh three, not bad. Pretty not good. bad. Pretty good. Some not, might say it's, it's all right. It's not as good as that one time I got it right. But <laughs> hey, Chris, I would just like to let you know I've gotten this right twice now. So uh, when you feel See, like I when you feel like stepping once. into the when you feel like stepping up and up to the plate in the big boy arena, you come talk to me. I'm like that's how he earns a semicolon. He's he's, he's two thirds. He's two thirds of the way to a colon at this point. <laughs> Next one, he's there. No, no, I earned my semicolon beforehand. I took manliest last time because nobody can be he's more gonna manlier ta- than. He's going to take an ellipses next. Uh huh. Man of people, touch. <laughs> 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 oh. That's only if you're texting us, Chris. Yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. All right, um. I guess now that I'm done, I'm going to hand this over to Obert. Okay. Um, yeah, so before I go into my beer, I just wanted to say a couple things. The, Ze- the Zest Intentions, I tried it since we recorded that episode. No no urine smell on my end. I thought it was really good. Um, I had a couple... I said it was good. No, it was good, but I, I didn't dock at any points because of that. I had a couple of Divine Barrel beers uh, at the Symphony, actually. Uh, it was, nice. it was really classy. Good. Yeah, I was, <laughs> it was really classy. Um, but the friendly reminder, I think was the best of like, I didn't bring any of the like banana breakfast stout type ones, you know, that's not really a nice 90 degree picnic beer, 
but it's uh, not a symphony beer. It's not a symphony beer, but the friendly reminder, Dry Hop Gosa, um, was the best I've had so far. I thought I wanted to mention that to our listeners who you know might love Divine Barrel as much as we do. Um, second point before I get on to my beer review, I have had let the fat tire torched earth warm up a little bit more, and I do get some of that sweetness Ted was talking about. It's not still like it's not like cloyingly sweet, but it's there. It's good. Um, it's noticeable. I'm still trying to finish it. I don't like want to finish the other beer. beer. No, but it's 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 definitely as it gets warmer, it, it's getting more closer to room temperature. It is getting much harder to finish. Yeah, you know what? I think it is. I need to stop assuming my guess is so far from the untapped average because the last four or five times I've been pretty close to the average, but my guess with the averages has been off. So I should just, whatever, whatever I'm rating this beer, that's my average. I'm th- throwing it out there right now. Just going to take throwing it. Throwing it out there right now. And um, fair, fair. this was a beer that was brought to me uh, from my uh, Aunt Kathy, Uncle Than, who drove out here from, from Washington State. And they said, you know, they were, they were getting caught up on the backlog on their drive over. Uh, big fans of the podcast. And they said, you have to have a beer. We're bringing over some for you. So this is from Block 15 Brewing Company out of uh, Corvallis. Corvallis? Corvallis? I don't know. If you live in Corvallis, Oregon, let me know how to pronounce it. <laughs> um, and it is called Dark Matter. And it is a uh, straight up just a chocolate porter. Not Doesn't seem anything too fancy. It's a dry porter. So not not to be confused with the dark matter I had on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Correct. Different dark matter. Um, wow. Still a, a kind of a spacey label, obviously. The letters dark matter are all black on like a nebula background. Um, but dark matter is a dry porter that combines deep roasty malt character with notes of cocoa and dark fruit from the addition of chocolate to the conditioning tank. A rich blend of flavors that is balanced by a dry finish and a gentle malt acidity. Interesting. Um, packaged on 4.8. So pretty fresh for stout, you know. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Got a little. Nice. So you're not, not barrel, not aging this one. No. Nope. Nice silky smooth pour here. Um, this is a crisp approved head. Mm. Oprah tested Chris approved. <laughs> <laughs> I need to pull that this week as a sound drop. Mm. This, yeah. We got. Mm. <laughs> we got. He- Head for days, head all day on this one. I could just pour this, walk away, come back oh, later, shit. and, and uh, it'd still be hanging out waiting for me. So. <laughs> so we let that die down. Let me take a sniff of this can. It smells, I don't get a ton of chocolate. I get more of a the darker malt grain, definitely much more of a grain aroma. Smells like wheat. Not like a wheat beer, but like a field of wheat. I don't know. I've never been in a wheat, oh, okay. I've never been in a wheat field. I don't know what fields of wheat smell like, but it smells like, <laughs> it smells like Cheerios. <laughs> I feel like Cheerios smell like wheat. Okay, that's that's more descriptive. Yeah, um, I don't know what you guys. What should we talk about while we wait for the spirit to die down? <laughs> Drink through the head. Drink through the head. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Let's see. Now I'm swelling from well, the glass. I get a little bit more of the chocolate. Well, we do have to. We do have to play your song, Obert. Oh, well, there we go. We could do I that guess, while we're waiting for the head. I guess my song, but your song this week. I think I will have myself this beer, so dive right in here. It's it's good. It's rich. It's chocolatey, but it's not overpowering. Um, by no means crushable, but I also will definitely not have a hard time finishing a full 16-ounce can. Um, it seems like a beer 
every brewery should have on tap. You know, it's like, okay, they, you got to have an IPA, maybe like a classic style and like, yeah, sure. A chocolate flavor, like a, like a nice rich porter, robust porter. That's kind of what this tastes like. It's their take on it. It's a little chocolatey. Is it thin or is it like thicker? Um, no, it's not, it's not super thick. Um, but it's also not like stick a spoon in it straight up kind of thing. But it's, it's like I said, it's drinkable in that, that respect that it's not like super watery, but it's not too hearty to finish a full 16 ounce can of. Okay. Um, yeah, really enjoying that nice roasted malt profile. I don't know what more there is to say. It's, um, it's a good, it's a damn good chocolate porter. I don't know. It's, um, it's a classic. It's a classic beer style. I mean, you can't go wrong. Sometimes it's nice to have like just a straight up and down chocolate porter, you know? Exactly. You know, we sometimes on the show, we do a lot of the porters that I have in my fridge from Chris that I'm really excited to have on the pod <laughs> if, if, they'll, if they'll last through Tud's visit, which are like right. imperial breakfast thing with other things and maple and all that. But what, what percentage chance do you give that they survive my visit? Honestly, my only hope is to have it on the next episode that we're going to record before you get here. Because I think <laughs> the only chance I got. That's the only way it'll make it. But um, yeah, this is standard beer. I give. I like to give standard beers three and a halfs. You know. Okay. Okay. Um, they didn't do anything wrong, but um, it's not you. It's me. Beer. It's like <laughs> it's just you gotta leave room on the upper end of the scale for some better chocolate for some more exciting porters. I'm sure they understand. And this is by Block 15, correct? Uh-huh. Yep. So out of 2,490 check-ins. Don't even need to know the number. I already told you. Um, this week, it's going to be a three and a half. Okay. Well, you probably should have taken a different approach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a 3.92. Okay. Pretty high. Pretty high for a regular old chocolate porter. But I guess people yeah. like it. You're, so did you not get any flavors of dark fruit from the addition no. to the chocolate to the conditioning tank? I did not. You know, I did read that off, but um, let me, let me, what are some dark fruits? Like cherries? A plum? A plum? Let's see if I get mm. any cherry or plum in here. A grape? Nope. None of that. A rotten strawberry? <laughs> like a very, very, very ripe banana? No ripe banana. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know what it, if you, if you Google dark fruit, I don't know what comes, I'm assuming plums and cherries, right? Right. Yeah. But Okay. I uh, not sneaking in that. I was pretty close, but somehow couldn't get inside that .03 that Tud <laughs> Tud laid down. Um, still riding high from that last tally mark, though. So I got that. So excited! He's he's on a one. He he was on a one a one, one week, week win streak. streak. That's right. Um, it's it's a very prominent tally. You can see. I do notice the the girth of the tally. Yeah. The girth of the tally is that quite one, pronounced. I uh, I really cl- I cleaned that the tallies up after we finished recording, so I don't think Tad really got to appreciate it in the moment. But uh, so that's what happens? No days off. So I looked it up. By the way, dark fruits, cherries, dates, figs, plums, and raisins. Yeah, none of those. None of those really. I mean, if I did, interesting. No one is going to say it's like bursting with dark fruit flavor. If anything, maybe a very subtle. On the, no, on no the, fig Newton on the back. All end. I get is raisins. Yeah, no, because like <laughs> sometimes for me, I get that raisiny flavor when I have like the fifteen percent ABV barrel aged. That's when I get that. I think it's the just that alcohol burn. Sometimes I also get a raisiny flavor with really dark beers. This not so much. 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, maybe not raisins, but uh, like prunes or something for sure. Yeah. Who knows? I, g- I gave you my torched earth warm-up um, notes. Maybe I will get this, the dark matter, a little warmer and see if I get any of that in. I'll shout it out uh, at the end if I do. But until just that point. Just guess again. Just guess again. Until that point, why don't uh, we have Chris. Chris, what do you got for us this week? Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. It's Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. All right. So I'm going to drink a beer. Um, and uh, the one I have today is uh, one I received from Jake from my, 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 my Twitch live stream. We exchange boxes. I think I've had a couple of his beers on already, but this one is uh, pretty cool. Lacto Cooler, which is a flavored Berliner Weiss style ale uh, by Voodoo Brewing Company. And I wanted to have it because the can is so sparkly mm. and it's got it's got like Slimer's mouth thing. Okay, So it's like a like the Kool-Aid Jammer cooler. Yes. The one with the sli- I, Slimer on it. Yes. Uh, but so, this is a beer version of that. Right. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. It's from Meadville. I think I assume Meadville PA. So um, but I've I've heard of Voodoo Brewing Company. I don't know if I've had any of their beers before. Now, if this was in North Carolina, it'd be Meadville, but it's in Cor- Pennsylvania. So it's Meadville. <laughs> okay. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Me- Meadville. Meadville. I was surprised you said the whole bill. I didn't expect that from you. I I actually think, to throw a monkey wrench, I think it's Medville. Oh. No. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. M-E-A-D. Yeah, but I think... I think it's Medville? pronounced Medville. If you're from Medville, and, like the South, like you got to say like the the full thing. It's like Medville. Jake, right in. Jake, right in. Tell me next time I'm live. I need to know. Um, but pretty cool can. It is sparkly. Um, but I told him I would have this on the pod because it's a special one. So let's see. I don't even know what color it's gonna be. It's, if it's not the cooler color, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, if it's not green, it's green. Nice. Oh, Chris, poor. You're just too excited by the color. Uh, it doesn't can't really tell by the webcam, but it is a it is a green, a Mountain Dew green. <laughs> okay, wow, it looks very much like a green, like a brown green. Yeah, no, no, no. You guys, unfortunately, this this webcam is not doing it any justice. But oh my goodness, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Unfortunately, I I did a CRISPR because why not? I'm pulling out all the stops tonight. <laughs> but let me see. I don't remember. I mean, it smells as though it would be like a like a high C, like juice box. So um, <laughs> it smells like it's going to be sweet, uh, despite being a Berliner Weiss. Um, but you know, they could all. I've been surprised before. I wish I wish I could. Uh, I wish I had a way to take a picture of this and show you guys. <laughs> uh, we have the technology. I'm gonna get a pol- I'm gonna get a Polaroid in the mail in a week. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna drop that in the in the call with us, but uh, but yeah, I'm super excited to try this. Thank you, Jake, again. Um, how does Discord work? There it is. Uh, there you go. Gotta love it. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. But yeah, I think uh, I, I I don't know if it, I don't know if this was just me. I don't know if this was just me. I think this is just a very heady beer, so we might have to pull an over and drink through it. <laughs> um, but I am excited uh, for this lacto cooler with a K from voodoo brewing company so i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can drink through this head it's pretty it's pretty pronounced still if anyone can do drink through the head i think it's you i believe in myself 
<laughs> Let's go and drink some Alright, so it definitely is sweet as we as we guessed, uh, or as I guessed. Uh, but it does sour up at the end. It gives some nice tartness at the end, which is nice. But um, it is like, I don't know what flavor. I don't know if it was Lecto Cooler, but whatever it was called back in the day. The high, the high C, I believe. I don't know what flavor it was supposed to be, but I get a lot of blue raz on this. Okay. So, a and a decent amount beer. of... And a green beer, yes. I feel like that was like, the, I don't know. I could see that being the flavor of the green uh, lacto, or no, the green. What was it called? The Kool Aid Jammer, just like a. Was it lacto cooler? It wasn't. I don't think. I don't know. Let's do some googling while you do your thing. We we, we can Google. We can Google. Yes. Um. But this is definitely one of those. Definitely one of those beers. Oh, it that, was ecto cooler. Uh, by high C. Yeah, I remember it being high C, but I could not remember what what the heck it was called but um i like how the description of this beer is sour berliner vice style with green <laughs> with green <laughs> okay yeah i thought it was totally the kool-aid jammer i think that i just like combined those two things in my head and it was the high c like little juice box thing yeah yeah that's that's what that was so there's not really much more to say about this um i assume unfortunately i didn't have a lot of those high c's back in the day or and if i did i don't remember them I was able to but, find a YouTube video where someone drinks a 24-year-old uh, juice box that he bought, oh, <laughs> bought on eBay for no. $400. So. Oh, Yikes. no. Yeah, I don't know if that can be any good. but We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, it's definitely Blue Raz. Like, if, if I had to put a, put a, put a, put a thing. And you get, you get hit really, really heavy up front with the sweetness. Um, get that Blue Raspberry. No, Blue Raz is not Blue Raspberry. Blue Raz. That's right. a, that's that's fair. Um, it does kind of mellow out right in the middle, and then it flows right into some tartness on the back end. It's not bad. I mean, I assume this was done just out of pure nostalgia. I mean, obviously. Um, it. I don't know. I'm trying to... I mean, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much it. I mean, it's just like a carbonated, what I assume, elect... Uh, elect what was it called again? The... Le- uh, some, ec- ecto, ecto, ecto cooler. Ecto cooler. Yeah. I assume that's what it was. Uh, what it is, just carbonated and alcoholic now. Um, Does it taste like a beer? No, 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 no. I mean it. It tastes more like a, an alcoholic soda almost. Okay. Um, with the sweetness, it does tart. Like the only thing I'll say is just being tart at the end is very is very beer like. But no, I don't think it tastes quite like like it, I wouldn't drink this and be like, oh, this is a. Uh, this is a Berliner Weiss. I'd be like, oh, this is like a like a jungle juice or something, you know, <laughs> like something like that. Um, but it is five and a half percent alcohol. Uh, the can's very cool. Uh, glad to have had it. <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. Like it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a different thing to drink. But um, and maybe it's just because we had the torched earth right before this, like we were we're all talking about. But like. I don't even know how to rate this. This is a weird one. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give three seven five. I don't know. Okay. It's. I was. I was in between three and a half, three seven five. Um, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't quite hit the nostalgia nail for me that it probably would for some people. But. Uh, but it's not bad. It's not. It's not like poorly done. Just different. Really different. So. So. Um, out of the five thousand six hundred and forty-four check-ins. Holy cow! Okay, I was not expecting that. Lacto cooler green 
Uh, oh, so there's different flavors. There's different colors. Apparently. Interesting. Okay. That um, looks to be a, at least a red one. Okay. I I don't know. I these nostalgia beers. I, I have an idea, but I think I'm way I think I'm way off, but I'm gonna say it's a three seven two. Okay. Well, you're not very close. I didn't think so. Um by the way, Google says Meadville, but who knows? It is a <laughs> it so, is a So four, it's a combination of both. It is a four point one six. I would have never in my life got guessed that, that high. Yeah. Nope. So Nope. Uh you know. Th- those folks are writing nostalgia. I'm just saying. Dud does get his tally mark after all. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, which is good that he didn't need to rely on the asterisk to get there. I'm happy for him. I'm really happy for you, Ted. Earning 10 I, tally listen, marks the honest way. I am the manliest of the people, semicolon Ted. You know what, Ted? There there's still one asterisk in there. Okay. Even with the asterisk, Chris. You are still nowhere near sniffing my shorts. Oh, you just wait. When I st- when I release five episodes next week of just me. <laughs> solo episodes. Brew, but, here's a beer that I brewed, and I'm the one who rated it, and I know the average. <laughs> I got it right every, I got it right every single day. Uh, but, Todd, 10 correct beers. How does it feel? Not correct. 10, uh, you know, best. Best rating. I, listen, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. It's expected. Um... Ron to the next one. So humble. Um, <laughs> honk. There you go. That's all I can tell you. You get one honk. You get a honk. One honk. You get a honk. You get one honk. No one cares anymore. Let's take, take, let's start new tallies. Restart. Best, best, first to 10. Yeah. Already won. Uh, Starting now. But game, game. this was a warm up game. Enough tally discussion. Jordan, yes. Jordan is over here. Connected to the just webcam, waiting. ready to hit play. That's right. He signs in just to hit play um, on his special song that he wrote for us. Jordan, take it away. Oh, that was the wrong button. Jordan, yeah. Pete one made job. an appearance. Yeah, Pete was here. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug of wisdom. Ah oh, man, it's torch earth. It's getting weirder. I get more dandelion sound. It's even warmer. But um, Todd, manliest o- OPT with a semicolon somewhere in there. I have to give you another one. Honk. There, there you go. Um, you you earned it, manliest manliest man of people, Todd. <laughs> what's uh what's what do we got on deck? Who's going first? Who's going last? Who's going middleest? Yeah. So as is tradition, Chris is going to go first. All right, that's fair. So uh, I was recently perusing some social media. Who knows at this point? It's all the same. And, uh, we're not, I saw, we're not going back to that conversation, are we? Snap talk. It was snap talk. <laughs> no, I was I was talking about what we talked about last time. Chris was on the podcast with his his unique uh, purchasing habits off of Etsy. No, 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 no. Um, but uh, I saw an ad for an energy drink. Okay, and I normally I normally don't drink energy drinks. Um, but 
with the switching of shifts and um, all that stuff, I was like, I could, I you know, felt like I could use a little boost. And normally, I normally I enjoy the energy drinks, um, but they're all full of sugar and I don't know, they're just not super great for you. Um, and not that I guess that I'm saying that this next one is, but I found this company uh, called Ugly Water. Um, and I don't know if anybody's heard of this, but, uh, essentially what it is, um, they, they take, I don't know how, so don't at me, but, but they, they have, uh, seltzer water that has caffeine in it, um, flavored, uh, in, and, um, you know, and it gives you like a nice little jolt, uh, in, in the afternoon. The flavors are not like they, like they're, they're trying, they try to replicate like, uh, more soda kind of flavors. So, uh, as a, for instance, I had like a mango soda, a fruit punch and a mountain energy. I think, I think Ooh. they called it, which, yeah, you know, everybody knows my beloved, my love of Mountain Dew from back in the day. Um, but it's, it's like a nice cleaner way to get some much needed boost of energy. Um, because it has the equivalent of two cups of coffee worth of caffeine, uh, zero calories, zero sugar, added all that fun stuff, and the flavors taste pretty good. So I mean, the Mountain Energy I think is the best, followed by the Fruit Punch. I'm not surprised. But, um, yeah, um, but uh, I mean, it tastes pretty good. It gives me a nice little jolt in the middle of the day if I have one, and I don't feel like terrible bad about buying them or drinking them as opposed to like Monsters or Bangs or red bulls or whatever um so if you're looking for something um check it out they also make sodas which i haven't tried so i can't really back that up which are just the know, same thing water. but sweetener but like with sweetener. how many calories are these things what's that huh how many calories are these things zero yeah it's it's like just straight up it's like seltzer water with caffeine in it natural caffeine i don't know how again <laughs> i would, not a scientist i would try mountain dew flavored seltzer with or without caffeine just like if Polar made one of these, I try. It. I would try it for sure. Okay, so I will say, don't expect Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's it. I mean, you can't make Mountain Dew without forty-two oh, grams of oh, sugar. Oh, sorry, I meant like dew collected from mountains. That just like oh, mountain yes, water yes, yes. is what I was talking about. So oh yes, in that case, yes. Um, <laughs> nice grassy, uh, grassy water. Yeah, but if you're if you're someone who maybe doesn't like the taste of your energy drinks or doesn't want to consume the excess calories check them out we'll put a link in the show notes as always and um you know they're they're like relatively inexpensive i think they're like two bucks a can versus like upwards of thousands of dollars for the name brand ones if you want to buy your own monster energy drink factory those can add up they add up (laughs) (laughs) i've heard that factories are not cheap yeah yeah i mean this just this just confirms it how else are you gonna get them? You know, so. Uh, but check them out. Ugly, uh, ugly water on online. Hopefully they'll sponsor me soon. But who knows? use promo code D A W F. No, well, I mean, let calm down. Let's We're use the there. use the link in the show notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so check it. Check them out. Okay, Ted, who's who's drinking from this mug? We're filling it up. I don't remember what we do. <laughs> who's reverse drinking yeah. from this mug next? So I'll go next. Um. You know, I was thinking about a handle, and I don't have, I haven't really done much recently besides it seems hike in preparation for coming to Montana. Um, so I feel like all of my handles have been related to hiking, and uh, this one's no different. Uh, 
Oh, my handle this week, it's going to kind of be a throwback to a couple weeks ago uh, where I talked about like the liquid IV. But I have now officially hiked with this hydration like camel pack a few different times in my bag. And it has been extremely helpful for me avoiding um, almost dying while walking on these trails. So I will uh, I will say um, my handle this week is the camel pack. But more importantly, it's, it's, it's making sure that you're hydrating when you're doing anything out in these uh, intense weather situations. Um, just make sure you're doing that. Uh, but yeah, if you if you are hiking and you're hiking with a backpack, most backpacks you can buy a specific um, hydration. Yes, correct. My handle is water. Um, <laughs> you could buy a specific uh, hydration camel pack for your pack. So, for example, my bag is a Gregory, and it has a special uh, a special situation or a special water bladder. camel pack that we're, yeah water. There we go. That's official the generic, word, water bladder. The generic term. Yeah. But if you if you get an Osprey, they have an Osprey one. Um, if you get a, a an REI, they have an REI brand. Um, most brands have their own dedicated uh, water bladder, as Obert called it. So I guess my handle is water bladders. Get them; they're good. Also, water is good. They're kind of interchangeable too. Like I have a Camelback one that I use in my uh, Osprey pack, like a Camelback brand. I don't know if we made that clear that Camelback is like the OG brand. It's like Kleenex. It's like the Mountain Dew to your Mountain Energy. <laughs> <laughs> I, the the one thing I will say, like I could have gotten the camel back for mine too, but but based on your bag, they may have quicker ways of getting the the water, the bladder in and out. So like mine goes in quicker because it's the same brand and it's designed to hook into the system that I have. With the camel pack, I would have had to or camel back, I would have had to do, you know. A few extra steps to tie my bladder in. Yours is like NASCAR driver hydration approved. They just like can swap it in and out in half a second. Right. Yes. It, exactly. It's it's actually is built to be like that. Nice. Well, I'm a big fan. I wish I had made this a handle two years ago, Ted. I would have saved you from dying on the trail a couple times. So listen, if you would have told me, I would have been hydrated. The problem I is that you I told my... you, but not the listening audience as a whole. And I think our recommendations have a lot more weight when uh, they go out to everybody and not just our co-host. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't listen unless I hear it on a podcast. Exactly. You know it's real when it's on a podcast. <laughs> so, so, Ober, I think you are the last one who has not poured your wisdomy mug of wisdom, or your wisdomy wisdom into the mug of wisdom. You're right. And I feel like I, I uh, burned through my handles. Like, I should have made... Go to the symphony and bring beer a handle. I really should have because um, symphonies are cool and you should go and listen to them and drink alcohol while doing it. That's amazing. Um, But I I will recycle. I am going to make the puff pastry with Huckleberry. It doesn't have to be Huckleberry. Um, It's basically like a homemade Pop-Tart, maybe homemade toaster strudel. You know, like that's that's the fancy Pillsbury brand, right? Is the toaster strudel ones? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So you buy the I think so. You buy the frozen puff pastry. Um and I I made huckleberry ones, but if you live in a place that you can't go outside and pick your own huckleberries, you could do any kind of fruit you want to make the filling. You basically uh boil it over the stove, like blueberry for example. Bo- boil them over the stove with uh some sugar and add a little bit of cornstarch as a little thickener and that'll get that nice uh fruit filling basically. Stick that in a puff pastry you know, the recipe I found online that I'll put in the show notes says to use a pot sticker mold, basically, which you can get on Amazon for a couple bucks to make like the little pocket. Um, I formed them by hand, but, you know, throw them in the oven for a couple minutes, 
put some icing on it. Um, and you just made yourself like the best pop tart you'll ever eat in your entire life. So I say that because I'm, again, still staring at them as they taunt me <laughs> with their puff pastry deliciousness. They are like about an inch thick. They really puff up when you cook them. So it's not really a pop tart. You won't, wouldn't fit this in a toaster, but they look very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I, I think Nick and I would, would appreciate if you froze some of them. Well, I made a... I keep on throwing things in here. You know, I put a lot of huckleberries in the freezer, so we could make our own when you're here. We'll see. Oh, okay. Well, as long as I get to try a huckleberry, I'm good. Oh, yeah. You'll I will be your huckleberry if I get to try a huckleberry. We'll be picking hucks on the trail, for sure. Oh, dang. We'll be hiking, hiking and eating. How do we know they're not poisonous huckleberries? There's no such thing. There's just uh, like... Okay. How do you know it's not poisonous strawberries? They're just they're just strawberries. It's like you see a strawberry, you pick it up and you eat it, and that's a strawberry. I don't know. Unless it's a poisonous one. Yeah, really. It only takes one. It only takes one you poisonous know, strawberry you know, for you to get poisoned. You know how you know? You know how you never know that there's a poisonous <laughs> strawberry because everybody who's ever seen a poisonous strawberry has died. Ooh, yeah. that's a good point. That's a good it's point. Like a, it's like a Medusa strawberry. You just turn to stone as soon as you see it, or die, and then die. You can't breathe when you're stone. So. <laughs> true alright so with that thank you all for listening um, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers um, I, I will go first and I will thank Resident Culture for their Drag City Double India Pale Ale um, I'm also going to say thank you to New Belgium for uh, showing me what the future of beer looks like um, while you know I may have been the highest on the podcast of the ratings of the future beer um, I still was not a fan um, so I hope I hope beer does not begin to taste like this but you know what it, it was still a flame. I'd, I'd adjust I that's think. like climate change but, i'll i'll get over it <laughs> well we'll figure out ways around i'll just start drinking wine i mean grapes don't need water to survive yeah probably not that's probably another thing uh so i would like to thank voodoo brewing company for their lac lacto cooler throwback to third grade um and also new belgium and jake jake thanks for the lacto cooler yeah um I want to thank Block 15 Brewing Company for their dark matter, in addition to our many thanks for Chris and New Belgium for getting us the Torched Earth. I think that deserves a tally mark. (laughs) Yeah, it worked. No. All right. I'm erasing that next week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he can tamper. Don't let him tamper. Don't let him tamper with my beautiful tally marks. I'm taking a picture before he gets here and looking after he leaves. So... (laughs) Uh, please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, if you're, you're thinking about sending us a breakfast email, forget that. Send it to Wreck My Podcast and inundate them with their with your breakfast emails because that's what they really want. Um, also, please make sure you're telling your friends, your families, your pastor, your grandma's pastor about this podcast. Uh, spread the word. Also, please head over to Discord for as little as a dollar a month, 25 cents a week. Um, you can get an extra episode, not this week, unfortunately, because we're short on time. Um, but do that, please. That and, helps support and, the podcast. And that was Patreon, not Discord. Oh yeah, that's you're right. You know what? You can also pay Patreon, or you can also pay Discord, but don't do that. Uh, you want to pay Patreon, um, but also make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation over there as well. Uh, please also finally head over to iTunes, leave us a five star review and a rating. No five star rating and a review. Wow, I just can't speak tonight, boys. Uh, it's the two beers going on. 
over here. Yeah, so make sure you go leave a review and a rating on, on iTunes. And um, with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. So I can uh, tell my let my parents inside. I let I locked him out of my condo until until the podcast is done. So. <laughs> Jeez, don't worry, it's hot out there. Yeah, it was ninety. It's eighty six now. Oh, they're fine. I left them some water. It's, it's oh, so much man. warmer out there than it is in Connecticut. Yeah, well, you know what they say. Well, there's different in different places. <laughs> but it's it's like it's sixty eight here. Like it's stupid cold. Well, I mean, I guess if we're all playing. It's 75 right now, so... So the entire East Coast is cold. Obert's just dying out there in Montana. He moved to Montana to be colder, and he found that it was warmer. <laughs>